Welcome to the WP Builds Podcast, bringing you the latest news from the WordPress community. Now, welcome your hosts, David Wormsley and Nathan Wrigley. Hello there and welcome to another episode of the WP Builds podcast. It is an absolute pleasure to have you here. This is episode number 268, entitled What is the Hero Press Network? with Kate and Topher de Rosier. It was published on Thursday the 3rd of March 2022. My name's Nathan Wrigley and a couple of bits of housekeeping just before we begin. If you enjoy the content that we create, the best place to find it all would be wpbuilds.com. That's wpbuilds.com. Over there we have all of our content curated. Use the menu at the top and in that menu at the top you will find our subscribe link. That's wpbuilds.com forward slash subscribe. Use that if you wish to keep updated. We've got a couple of email lists there. Please join those email lists and also find us on Twitter, YouTube and all the other places, including our Facebook group, wpbuilds.com forward slash Facebook, a very friendly place to go. Over 3,000 very polite and friendly WordPressers. Another thing that we're trying to do is create a sort of Facebook-like, Twitter-like thing all of our own. You can find that at wpbuilds.social. Yes, that's a URL, wpbuilds.social, and it's a Mastodon install, and if you fancy joining that, it's a completely federated system which links with all the other Mastodon installs, and it's a good deal of fun. Okay, just a couple more things. We've got a deals page, wpbuilds.com forward slash deals. Head over there to find a page a bit like Black Friday, but every single day of the year. It's got significant discounts on WordPress themes, plugins, blocks, and all of that kind of thing. And finally, our advertise page, wpbuilds.com forward slash advertise. If you have a WordPress product or service and you would like to get it in front of a WordPress specific audience, a little bit like this week's sponsor, Cloudways. Cloudways provides the ultimate managed WordPress and WooCommerce hosting solutions. Easy setup allows you to get started in minutes. Focus on your business and say goodbye to hassles. Get started with our free three-day trial to enjoy unmatched performance, superb uptime, and 24-7 active support. You can find out more at cloudways.com. And we do thank them for helping us to put on the WP Builds podcast this week. Okay, let's get into the main content, shall we? I did say at the top that it was an episode with Kate and Topher de Rosier. They have a fabulous website called HeroPress. And over many years, HeroPress has been collecting articles about the silent heroes in WordPress, all the great people that make up our wonderful community. Well, they're expanding a little bit. They've started to create a website all about podcasting. They've also created a website called Find It WP, which really collects all the WordPress content. And they've also got their Hero Press Network. And we're talking today about why they're doing all these endeavors. What are they trying to give back to the community? What kind of content can you find over there? And possibly how you might keep it going by donating to them. They are a lovely couple. I highly commend this episode. And so without further delay, I hope that you enjoy the podcast with Kate and Topher de Rosier. Hello there. Thank you for joining us on the WP Builds podcast. Once again, you've got an interview episode today and quite unusually, I have two people on the line today. Normally it's just one, but today I'm joined by Kate 
and Topher de Rosier. Hello. 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 They're Thanks both for having us. Yeah, yeah, you're very welcome. They're both on separate lines. And when we uh, when we started the call, I, I just thought that Topher was being really, really quiet. And it was, in fact, that I hadn't actually let him into the call. So uh, he's here now. The uh, The reason that we've got you on the podcast today is something a little bit special. We we do occasionally stray into the, the area of the WordPress community. Well, I say occasionally. We do it fairly frequently. But often we're in, we end up talking about, you know, agencies and plugins and themes and all of that. And we're squarely staying away from that today because we're going to be talking today about Hero Press. Now, what I would urge you to do if you've never heard of Hero Press is press pause, um, go to heropress.com. It's spelled exactly as you would imagine, H-E-R-O-P-R-E-S-S.com and have a little bit of a click around. And I'm sure that you're going to find something a little bit different, a little bit unique, and hopefully something which makes your heart warmer because I kind of feel that's what it's all about. But before I before I put my, um, you know, tell everybody what I think it's about, maybe I can just hand that question over to one of you two. What is Hero Press in your elevator pitch? How do you sum it up? <laughs> Go for that, Topher. All right. Well, HeroPress is uh, a, quite old, actually, well, relatively speaking. It's uh, about seven years old. And for the last seven years, it has been uh, a curated blog where the content is submitted by WordPressers. And it's people telling the stories of how WordPress has enabled them in some way. Um, and there's a, a huge variety there. Um, we have single moms who can work from home and be with their kids and, uh, older folks doing third and fourth careers and people in repressed economies making much better wages than they would otherwise. And uh, some people just like the freedom that the life gives them. Um, it's whatever, however, WordPress helps them. Um, and then, uh, we've kind of always wanted to do more. It's always been an inspirational thing, and we wanted to do some direct helping. And so last spring, uh, Kate said, "Hey, what if we, what if we built up a bunch more stuff, and then had somebody work on it all the time? Because I just do the essays there once a week, and it's not a lot of time. Uh, so we put our heads together, and we came up with a bunch of new things that we could build that would directly help the community, and we released them all for free." Um, and then there's a, a hope that we can crowdfund enough to have somebody, probably Kate, work on it more time, full time, part time. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. Yeah. Um, and if it's not her, then it could be a wide variety of other people. So if we rewind, rewind the clock, I, th I think you said, did you say eight years? Have I misremembered that? Seven. Seven, sorry. Yeah, so seven. if we rewind the clock about seven years ago, obviously it didn't exist. And most people can look back at a moment in time and think, actually, that was the, that was the, the, the bit of kindling that got the fire going. Do you, do you have like a, a story about how it actually came from being just a mere idea to being something that you actually thought about doing? You know, oh, this would be I nice, do. but... And he, he does. Uh, he something... does. But I, I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna tell this one because. Okay. Can the, I can I throw in one, one de detail? What was that? I think. Can I throw in one detail? Sure. I think it was exactly seven years ago this week. Huh. Next nice. Week. Yep. That is next nice. week. Kick off. <laughs> so, um, 2014, Topher had gone to um, the last WordCamp San Francisco with his team at XWP. 
and um, Dave Rosen was there and they had all been sitting around in their house that they had rented and were brainstorming ideas and what they want to do with their life and all sorts of things. And a Tuesday, just before Thanksgiving here in the U.S., so end of, um, end of November, Tilfer said, hey, Dave just sent me this email. He wants me to quit my job at XWP and go full time on some project that'll help the community. And he spent the next three months working hand in hand with Dave and a couple of other people to figure out what that might be. And um, nobody had HeroPress in mind when it happened. And in fact, HeroPress is kind of the result of a failed project. Um, but it's ended up being kind of exactly what they had hoped it would be seven years ago. Um, when he got to the end of it, he didn't have a position any longer and he didn't have a business to run and we were looking for work. <laughs> and it, was, it was a really strange set of circumstances to be in, mm. but we've battled through all of it to make your press what it is today. So to sum up the kind of content that you've got, you, you, do you reach out to people or do you um, have people submitting to you? Can anybody contact you and submit an article about anything or do you have kind of strict editorial guidelines? That's probably uh, overemphasizing it, but you know what I mean? There, <laughs> is, there are certain categories of things which fall out of the bounds of what you're prepared to publish, yeah. but there are certain things which you're more than happy to receive. Yeah, there's a link on the website on herepress.com called Contribute, and anybody can fill it out and tell me their story. Um, I would say 95% have been me reaching out to people. Um, I'll, I'll see somebody interesting on Twitter or Slack or whatever and, and strike, strike up a conversation, and suddenly they're fascinating because everybody's fascinating. And... Uh, and I just asked him, hey, can you, would you write an essay? And uh, I think two people ever have convinced me that they're not right for it. Um, I do have some requirements, of course. It has to be about their story in WordPress. Um, occasionally, I get people saying, hey, I'd like to do an essay about my product. And that doesn't work. <laughs> um, but for the most part, I'll take just about anybody because the longer I do this, the more I learn that everybody's story is fascinating and no one thinks their own story is fascinating. Right. Yeah. That's... Yeah. One reason we have to reach out to people is that most people don't think they have a story that's worth telling. Um, you know, who really cares how you got started and yet you, you have no idea who you're going to inspire, who you're going to like, who needs to hear that little bit of something that happened to you so that they can feel like they're not alone and they can move forward in their, you know, in what they want to do. Yeah. So essentially it's about people's journeys through WordPress. The criteria are that you, you have been using WordPress and to presumably to some extent still are, and you've got a story to, to share. One of the, one of the things that I'm most intrigued by is just the international flavor of the whole thing. You know, a lot of these a lot of blogs that you go to, for obvious reasons, you you are confined to the the, the writers uh, that are sitting at the desks in the place where this is happening. But you've got the whole world as your uh, as your creators, and so you really are getting stories from all over the place. Yeah, and that really goes back to the beginnings of Hero Press. Um, we 
I personally am a little uncomfortable with the name Hero Press. It, it gets such a bad rap, but the whole idea behind the hero in Hero Press is that everybody's a hero. You know, everybody has some good they can do in the world, some way that they can help somebody else. Anytime you help somebody else, you're a hero. And we really wanted with Hero Press to focus on the people on the edges who didn't get the visibility that everybody else does. Um, and for whatever reason, there's so many reasons why you just might not be seen. And so I keep thinking of Hero Press as like an empty stage with a microphone standing on it. And we keep it up and running and other people get to step up and show off, you know, you know show themselves to the world. Yeah, I've not been in the WordPress community for the longest period of time. I think probably 2015 or something like maybe 2014 was when I strayed into it for the first time. But it quickly came onto my horizon because I got I got really immersed in it. And so things like Hero Press just kept coming up over and over again. And and the, the thing that I enjoy about it is because it's just a real break from the traditional blog that you read. You know, you, you're normally a WordPress article. Well, whilst it might have community aspect to it, that's true. Um, typically, I'm finding articles and they're about how to achieve a certain thing, how to do a certain thing. What, you know, what does this theme enable you to do? What do these buttons do? You really aren't in that domain at all. This is literally narrative stuff about about journeys and people demonstrating how the community has helped them through, right? Yeah, and this is one reason that I'm just coming into the project now. Um, I'm actually a writer and editor. And the whole point of the Hero Press essays are that they're very real and they're from actual people, not polished writers and not, you know, like they're the anything every essay is very lightly edited like if there are some glaring you know issues that we think people might want to fix for reasons you know Topher will mention that but um we wanted to keep that realness the depth that comes from seeing people as they actually are instead of you know something that is that is very highly highly polished and mm. marketed and you know there's there's just so much value in the earthiness of it yeah with that in mind do you when you get a submission let's say that I'm somebody and I've never written anything before and perhaps I'm well the, let's go for the word shy perhaps I'm shy and I'm not really sure if I, I want to put my head above the parapet but I've got this feeling that I might do and I communicate with you do, do you kind of assist people along along the way so that it comes in a in a raw state and you mentioned just now that Topham casts his eye over it and what have you and, and there's an editorial process do you do you assist people bouncing back and forth to get things more polished so that there's a bit of support along the way? I, to a certain extent I do, but it happens a little earlier than you might think. Hmm. Um, I, I work with them to craft the idea of the story. Like people will say, I don't, I don't have a story. I don't know what I would say. And I say, well, just tell me how you got started. What do you, what do you do? And then they'll get done and I'll say, okay, so what I'm hearing is you did this and you did this and it got you this. And they're like, oh, wow. Yeah. I never really thought about that. And then I say, okay, now who, who would you present this to? That's another strong element. I always say this at the beginning. Every essay is written to someone's peers, but they get, decide, get to decide who that is. It could be people their own age or from their city or country or culture or, or anything, even somebody with their own name. Um, maybe they're writing this to themselves five years ago. Um, so we come up with the story, and then we come up with who the audience is. And then I just let them go. And, um, 
very rarely does somebody come back to me stuck and say, you know, I got going. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, 90% of the time, 99% of the time, they'll just shoot me an essay and I'll read through it. And it's amazing. <laughs> it, it's, it's just amazing. Um, when I, when I go to the website, if I click on just, if I'm on just on the homepage, obviously things more recently rise to the top. So at the moment we're in, um, we're towards the very end of 2021. So articles around then are there, but the, one of the things which hits you right in the face straight off the bat is the essay languages. And there's a laundry list there. I'm guessing there's about 20 different languages. Honestly, yeah. some of them I don't even know what what they would be because they're in a different script and one that I'm completely unfamiliar with. But I can see hover on your there, mouse over it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you hover your mouse over it, it'll tell you. What okay. It is. Let's have a look. Okay. Okay. So okay. So I've got Vietnamese. I didn't know that one. I've got uh, Nepali. That's amazing. I've got what's this one? I genuinely know. Ooh, I don't even know how to pronounce it. Okay. Somebody, somebody from Bhutan. There we go. And you'll yes. notice that, um, so there's these 20 different languages. H- how does that work? Do, are you are you encouraging people to, to write to you in English and then the translation happens back into their native language or is it the other way around? So um, I'm imagining again that I'm somebody from, let's say, oh, I don't know, Finland or something like that. And I wish to communicate yeah. with you. And my best writing is always going to be in my native yep. tongue. It's never going to be in English. That's going to be a, a kludge. How do you work around that so that the best writing shines out? Each person does both languages. They're, they own, the writer to themselves does both languages. So it's not actually a translation per se. Mm-hmm. It's just them expressing themselves in a different language. Do you ever take articles where the the non-English language is the only one? Do you ever surface ones where it's just, let's say, for example, in Finnish? Yeah, I haven't, but I would. Yep. Um, the only one that's unique in that way, um, Corey Ashton did one in video hmm. only. Um, I had it transcribed so you can read the text if you want to, but she wanted to tell her story and she didn't want to write it. So she did a four or five minute video and, and there we are. So we're seven years into the project. There's obviously still great excitement because you're, you're, you're still doing it. I just wondered if you wanted to speak about where you're hoping for it to go, because in the more recent past, over the last few weeks, so again, towards the end of 2021, the, the, the project has swelled and gotten bigger in all sorts of different ways. And maybe it's not tied under the Hero Press banner. We've got different things happening. So just lay out for us what it is that you're doing and the reasons behind all of that. Yeah, so Topher's always wanted, like, the, the idea was always to do more with Hero Press. Like, that's, you know, that's what it originally started as something more. And it kind of settled into just the essays for the last seven years because that's what fit our family. Um, our family was at a stage where all we could really give Topher was about five hours a week to work on the project Mm -hmm. um, above and beyond, you know, all the other things he was doing. (laughs) And so um, we had to kind of put it on the back burner, but as our, our kids are now 20 and 22, they've kind of moved beyond, you know, needing us the same way that we used to, and we're moving into a different stage of life. We realized that the community was also growing into kind of a different stage um, where there's more separation between 
the top and the bottom, like it's harder for a beginner to come in and find their place and get started because people are now busy running businesses and, you know, which is great success for the community, but really difficult to keep the, the very necessary core of the community growing and thriving. And so we looked, we spent about a year really planning what we could do. Because with, with a project like Hero Press, you can do anything. You know, we could go into training, we could go into um, larger community development. And we kind of looked at a couple ways that we could pack things into Hero Press so everything stayed just under the Hero Press name. But we also wanted to be really, really delicate with the essays. We value what they are to people. Yeah, and yeah we value like they they hold a special place they're all donated they're they're like really really fragile special things to us and when liam and tara turned over hallway chats to us in the spring we realized that instead of trying to shove everything together that what we needed to do was build kind of a system around it all so instead of just sticking with the hero press we built the hero press network which um, acts as like a hub and kind of a news source. It lets us do um, community news. Um, we can promote different things happening around, you know, the whole ecosystem. Um, we can we can just do a variety of different things with that without really disrupting the essays over at Hero Press or kind of getting in the way of the um, the community conversations at hallway chats. And from there, we started looking at some things that didn't exist in the community that we thought could be really useful, not just to beginners, but to also people like veteran people, people mm -hmm. who are busy running businesses, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. um, so we built out WP Podcasts, which just aggregates um, all of the current podcasts for WordPress that we've got that we've been able to find. And you can go in now and search them by episode, which is something that didn't exist before in the community and is a huge asset to everyone. Um, Find It WP is the newest one. And I've been a little slow rolling this out, mostly because I got syllabus shock when I realized how much um, admin work was gonna go into it. <laughs> so so I, I pulled back and, and, and moved that one forward a little more slowly um, to let us iron out some bugs before we really pushed it hard. Um, but that is really, um, it's a compilation of everything happening in WordPress. So if you're a freelancer, we just had our first freelancer sign up. Um, he goes in, he puts in all of the tags and categories that fits him. And if you're looking for somebody who's good at WooCommerce, you can go to find at WP and see who's there listing themselves as WooCommerce people. Um, looking for more podcasts, you can go find them there. It's just a place for people to get visibility but also to find more diverse options. You know, we've heard a lot about all of the acquisitions and some people are unhappy to see, you know, big companies buying up the products that they love. Well, here's your chance to go find something different and something new that you would struggle to find just going to Google for it. Yeah, let's let's sort of drill down on each one of these. But first of all, I want to um want to just comment on the the fact that you left Hero Press alone and I can I can well imagine the conversations that you went through. You know it, you, that name existed, that brand existed. It would have been really easy to to bolt everything on and see how that goes. You know you could have done the podcast over at HeroPress.com forward slash podcast or whatever it might be. But I, I really think it was a, a a great move to keep that one insulated because that just feels like something a bit special. 
um, something a bit unique that deserved its place and almost like a, a walled garden around it to just keep it as it is. So I commend you for doing that. I know that it doesn't really sound like a lot, but I think it was a, a, the, the right thing to do. I, I, a really good idea. Thanks. We appreciate, appreciate it. We, you know, it was, it was a, an interesting set of conversations, but it also became very obvious that it was the right direction to go. Yeah. Okay. So we mentioned the, um, we mentioned the, the, the URL at the beginning. So heropress.com. So let's move on to the, the next one, which is probably even easier to remember possibly if you just remember the hero press network is now a thing. So this is the umbrella um, website. You can go to heropressnetwork.com. There's no hyphens and anything like that, just heropressnetwork.com. This is, I'm guessing, kind of like your your place to sort of announce and get donations and all of this for, for all of the different side projects that we'll, we'll go into. We'll go into the podcast and find it WP and then possible other avenues in the future. So that website, I, I, I don't know if I ended up clicking on a link inadvertently going over to support Yes, I probably did. This is just so it, the HeroPressNetwork.com homepage is like a landing page to show where everything is, right? Yeah, it's it's one place. So a lot of what we wanted to do for the veteran users in the community is make everything easier to find. Mm-hmm. Um, so HeroPress Network is, again, just in, um, it's just the 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 cheat sheet basically for the entire network where you don't have to go to hallway chats to see what the newest episode is. You don't have to go over to, you know, um, WP podcast to find out the most recent episode over there. You can just go to the network and see what the latest news. We have some ideas of bringing in more, um, more WordPress news. And, you know, it's, it's about finding the things that are happening in the entire WordPress ecosystem mm. all in one place and then sending you off to those other places. So if you want to see what's happening at the tavern, you go over to the tavern and you click the link and then move over to the tavern and read the article there. Yeah. Anybody who's spent any time creating content and it's become a meaningful part of their life, they will, they will have wrestled with this I'm going to use the word problem. It's not a problem. It's just part of living. You've got to you've got to make this work, right? You've got to make this financially viable, and you can't just keep doing this forever just because you love doing it. At some point, it, you know, the amount of time that you put in has to be rewarded, if you like. And and so at the moment, you are, and I, I presume you still will be. You're looking for people to to become investors and to help you support you through this journey. Do you want to tell us how that works and kind of what the what the what the quid pro quo is? In other words, you know, if if you invest, is it just on a on a I've, the word is escaping me? But basically, we're just donating because we're nice people, or do you offer some sort of quid pro quo? You know, if you donate to us, we will I don't know put a put an ad on a post or something like that. How does it all work? So we have a multi tiered process in mind that we've only been able to get about the first stage out um, as we're building about as fast as we can at the moment, just the two of us. Um, and by just the two of us, I mean Topher. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> um, so we had we had had people ask us to open up donations for the project for quite some time. And we wanted to in building the other things around HeroPress, we feel like it makes it more it, it gives back more um, to the community before asking anything from them. Like it's the, any donations or any, any investment that comes in helps us keep these projects outside of a membership site. We don't want to have to charge people who can't afford it to use these, um, to use these products. We think it's, 
valuable to the community. But if you're in a position where you can afford $7 a month, then help us keep these free and open for the people who can't, because we've all been there. We've all been in a spot where we needed something to help move us forward and just didn't feel like we could make that sacrifice. And sometimes it's as little as $20. You know, it, it doesn't sound like a lot when you're doing well, but when you're doing poorly or just getting started, it's hard to start, you know, spending money on something. And so our goal is to have a variety of ways for people to be able to contribute to the project so that we can keep it um, open and still functioning for the entire community. Where I ended up was HeroPress.com, sorry, HeroPressNetwork.com forward slash support. There's, that's where you'll end up if you find the, the sort of the green banner as it is at the minute um, on the homepage of the HeroPress Network website and you click on find out more about donating. And it's a really interesting funding system that you've got. And I really, really like the way that you've sort of spelled out really clearly what the what the different milestones in, in investment into it will bring. So and, and also the, you're very clear about where you're at right now, which I, I don't know what it is about British people. Maybe it's us. We don't we don't tend to openly discuss money too often. It's quite refreshing when you see it. You can see, for example, at the minute you've got 40 investors and you are just very slightly south of $500 per month. And you also list out that you've had very slightly south of $3,000 per month. But you also outline some sort of clear targets that you've got in order to make certain different things achievable. So if you can manage to get that up to $1,000 a month, you will be able to do a certain battery of things. And if you go to 2000 and 4000 and and then beyond 4000 seems to be like the the place where you'd you know most like to get to because it allows more of those things to happen that must have been i don't know i've i've tried things like donating on the wp builds website before and i i found it to, I, i'm not very good at promoting things that's one thing um, <laughs> never never dis, discuss it or anything but ha, how's it going with all this are you on track for for where you wish it to be in the time frame that you wish it to be well yeah yeah so so what's funny is it's exactly where i thought it would be um i've done a lot of work in the community as far as like word camps and you know the seeing how people my, my work with you know big orange heart so just seeing how people give in the community knowing how i give you know um and and it's it's pretty much exactly where i expected it to be and it's one reason that we wanted to have layers of giving available. So we do have some plans to do some subtle advertising to put, you know, because companies should be getting back for what they're giving. There's there's no reason, like the, the whole project is about visibility. And so we want to make sure that everybody who's um, who's investing is also getting visibility out of this. And um, so, of course, we wish it was going faster because that's how people work. But at the same time, it's pretty much exactly where I thought it would be. Mm. Yeah. Um, and we wanted to be really transparent about it. We we looked into making this a charity. And here in the U.S., that's really complicated. It's it's far more complicated than the project was worth at the time. Like down the road, maybe it'll be a good idea. But um, it's expensive. And we're funding this all ourselves at this point, or, you know, had been. Um, it's very, like, it's very people intensive. And we didn't want to, like, the people that we would ask to be involved are people who are already very heavily involved in the community. And we all only have so much time to give. 
Um, so because we were going the business route with the whole project, we wanted to be very, very transparent and honest about what we were doing and why we were doing it. And we wanted to start by giving first. Um, I mean, we've invested seven years building, building the brand, um, building our integrity inside the community, mm -hmm. um, yeah. actually doing all of the things, like everything that we've built has come out of things that we've done in the community to help move other people forward more individually. And we're just looking to turn it over to the community so they can start doing it themselves. That's it's a really interesting thing. I I have a, a if you're probably aware a sort of similar thing going on in my head. You know, I've got this thing and I put a lot of time and effort into it. And there's the there's the inevitable conversation that you have to have with yourself. You know, at what point do I decide this is this is far too much time? I need to I need to gain some finance for the amount of time I'm putting into it. And um, and. So I, I've, I've, like I said, I sort of experimented with the the donate thing, and it didn't really work out for me. So I've gone more down the route of asking for sort of sponsorship, which tends to be more, you know, businesses like hosting companies and plugging companies and all those kind of things. And I found that to be a little bit more easy because it, um, you can you can get a bigger ticket value but then again you don't have that sort of sense of well it's a small donation by lots of people which i think fosters a community really well yeah i think it really depends on the type of project that you're doing mm. i've been working really closely with bob um bob dunn yep. as yep. he's been building out his new do the woo uh we've been working on hero press and he and i have just really brainstormed a lot and we kind of have a little mini mastermind going on where um where we just talk about the differences, you know, the nuances of when do you offer sponsorships? When do you open it up as a community project? You know, what's, what does that look like? How do you provide visibility for both? Like the other thing that we have too, is we want to highlight small companies as well as large companies. Yes. And on some sort of equal ish footing, um, I respect that somebody paying more should get more. Um, somebody paying less should get less, but also should get, should be seen. And so how do you get the funding that you need while also providing the visibility that the community needs and just kind of meeting everybody's goals at the same time? It gets, it, it can keep you up at night. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I know exactly what you mean. It's a difficult balance and it doesn't matter which way you go. It's, it's going to be, you know, you'll, there'll be battles along that road. Mm -hmm. um, some people will think that advertising from corporate sponsors is in some way let's say selling your soul or is in some way going to make your content more likely to lean in one direction than another mm -hmm. shall we say but I don't think that necessarily has to be the case I, I really like this model and I'm really pleased I'm looking actually on that support page and what's really nice is we're a few we're, we're halfway into the month and I can see that as of this moment we've had eight people uh, assisting you in this month and that just makes me think oh that's great people are actually coming over here finding the page signing up and actually parting with their money and it takes a lot to get people to actually sign up so bravo congratulations <laughs> thanks yeah we've been you know and the, the other thing that's been really encouraging is the community members who go and sign up or you know who invest and then talk about it you know mm. they go out and say look this is a valuable project because it's hard to see at the moment, unless you're really involved in the community, unless you've really been around open source for a long time, it's kind of hard to understand how investing in the community uh, impacts your business. 
Um, you know, we, we see community and business as such separate things. And the reality is that without the community, there would be no business. And mm -hmm. so if you're not giving back to that community, it's like fertilizing the garden. You know, if you just continue to take from it, eventually your business will die because there's nobody to take from where we're trying to create kind of a balance where businesses get as well, but it gives them an opportunity to continue growing. It gives them the financial opportunity to continue growing the community without having to put the time in that a lot of business people just don't have, it would reasonably so. Yeah, yeah. It's just fascinating. Every so often I, I pull myself up and think, isn't it amazing the world we live in? You know, I mean, here I am, you're both in the United States. I'm talking to you, and it could have been a video call quite as, you know, just as easily. It's audio as it happens, but we could literally be staring at each other. And when I was a child, you know, some 800 years ago or whatever it was, <laughs> the, um, the, the world, the, the idea of this sort of online community, it just, it, it just was inconceivable. You know, if you'd even said, well, no, you, you'll, be, you'll be communicating with people on different continents uh, with great ease. And not only that, some of them will end up being really deeply personal friends, but you'll never see them. Uh, you know, you might see them once every sort of five years or something, but on the whole, you'll, you'll never see them in person. You will just hang out with them uh, via a computer screen or some sort of text chat input and i would have scoffed at these people i would have really thought no that's completely dystopian and weird um but now <laughs> this is this is just such an important part of my life i i i view a great deal of the friends that i have are inside this this little this little word press well, it's not little is it? it's gigantic really but you know what i mean compared to the entire world oh, and yeah. it's truly breathtaking that these friendships these um, meaningful channels of support assistance of help of guidance of of things that are fun to read events that are fun to take part in whether they be online or in the real world it, it like i say sometimes i just have to pull myself up and go wow this is unbelievably cool yeah, and that was actually kind of a driving force for Topher and I to step forward with the um, with the additions to Hero Press. All of the things that we're providing back to the community are benefits that we've gotten from the project for the last seven years. The relationships we've been able to build, the you know the the tools we've been able to find. Um, when we stepped forward to do this project, we had people coming that we never heard of who had these really incredible products that were exactly what we needed that we wouldn't have even known to look for. Mm. You know, there just would have been no way to find them. And we wanted to share that with everybody else. Um, I, I grew up very rural. Tilfer and I both grew up very rural poor. And the internet wasn't a thing. Like we were in college before, you know, the internet began or, well, you know, was, was usable yeah, by yeah. us. And um, and now to think that I would feel comfortable having my girls travel almost anywhere in the world because we know somebody in almost every major city. Yeah, yeah that's that, a, and like I mean that's unreal. That's a it's, really good way of framing it. You've basically said I'm putting my the most valuable thing in my life in the hands of people that I've never actually met, but feel that I know totally. Yeah, that's beautifully said. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've it's often just, often oh, said that. I personally have gotten more out of HeroPress than anyone in the world. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you if you go to HeroPress.com and click the map link in the top. Yeah. Okay. I'm doing every it single right pin now. there is a friend. That's a lot of pins. <laughs> that a is lot a lot of pins. pins. That is a that is a, yeah. a worldwide map just replete with pins. That's so yeah. cool. Wow. I was I was ruminating the other day that I don't think there's a country in the world that doesn't have a couch I could sleep on. 
Oh, that's really good. Do you know what? I was going to defer this whole conversation that, that I'm about to launch in uh, to the end because I, w- I wanted to get into the minutiae of um, the, the things that are happening, you know, the podcasts and the uh, Find It and so on. But let's just dwell there a minute because really the, in more recent times, the, the story of Hero Press and the Hero Press Network is, I, I feel I could be wrong, forgive me if I've misjudged it, it feels like it's inextricably tied to lifestyle choices that you're making. I mean, you you hinted a little while ago about the fact that your kids are grown up, so your priorities are able to change, but but it feels like you are you are building a lifestyle around this as well. And I don't know how much of that you're willing to share, or maybe none of it, maybe some of it, I don't know, but there's maybe some uh, something of great interest there anyway. So that, that is really interesting. We, we haven't pushed this hard, but when we were making the decision about what we were going to do with Hero Press, what direction did we want it to go? Like kind of who did we want to compete with in the community that's already doing something similar? We realized that our thing really is lifestyle. Um, we, Topher started um, working from home in 2010 and we were homeschooling at the time um and so our life became very different from everybody around us and Mm. that was that was good and bad there were times when i just craved the normalcy of just a regular job um with a passion i cannot explain but but it also allowed us to start traveling like to word camps like my first word camp as an attendee was my girls first word camp as an attendee they were 12 and 14 and i was not um but you know it it became such a part of who we are and we realized like it, it was such an interesting way for them to grow up they were two young women who had no no fear about just starting a business even though they've seen them fail or seen like the bet the negative sides of it um they felt comfortable going to a conference and just talking to adult people like they they would go they went to the first WordCamp camp us with us and just wandered off and <laughs> and we're sitting around talking with our friends learning about development and design and you know like it was it, it was such a great oper- you know option so growing up rural poor like we did you grew up, you found it, got married, you found a job in the area and, or you moved away. And now with something like WordPress, you know, and the, and the stories in HeroPress, I'll highlight this. You can really take this platform and bend it into whatever direction you want your life to go. And it can move with you and change with you. So as the girls grew, we were able to have more flexibility and they were able to do different things. And now that we're older we can take our jobs with us and go travel or you know just you can just and that's not something you can do with a normal job i um i'll let you into a secret i spent about four hours this morning reading a book um a novel because i could because Mm -hmm. i can make that four hours up this evening which I in, un, invariably will. You know, the, the right. scales don't tip that heavily in one direction, sadly. Not every day is the four-hour book day. But you get the point. You know, you can, you can, as you said, you can take time out to go to an event. You can just go down, nip and have a coffee in your own environment. Or you can get in a car and drive somewhere else. And all of these different things become possible. And this is one of the truly great benefits, I feel, of being in a community of, of technologists, especially now that the world is waking up through reasons that we probably wished it hadn't, but the world is waking up to the idea of um, distributed working and all of those kind of things. And I feel that in our community, there was a lot of people that were, well, 
not really ahead of the game, but you know that they'd already figured that out, and you're great examples of that. That's lovely. Yeah, and so we wanted to take what we had learned and the benefits that we had had and share them with everybody else. Like this is really possible. You don't have to be like we're we're not rich. We live in a little thirteen hundred square foot house with one bathroom, you know, and but we still have done so many amazing things. You know, we you you can just make these choices to build this life that fits you instead of having to fit your life into what other people think it should be. Yeah, yeah, that's really well said. Okay, I'm glad that I didn't misjudge that then and that I didn't misfire. <laughs> That's good, I'm glad. Um, moving on to the particular things that you've you've decided to embrace. We, we mentioned them a couple of times in passing already, but so far we've obviously got Hero Press, which is fabulous essays and stories from all over the world about WordPress-related subjects. The, the next one that came to my attention, at least for reasons which might become obvious, was um, WP Podcasts. Um, why why podcasts out of all the things that you could have strayed into next what was it that made you think actually we're going to spend a boatload of time aggregating all the wordpress podcasts out there Topher thought it was neato yeah i kind of thought it was neato but uh there's a there's a prequel to this um there's another website called topher.how and i i was admiring some of my friends that have websites with all of their stuff on it all of the presentations they've made, all of the podcast episodes, all the training. And I've made my career basically publishing on other people's sites. So uh, I did a lot of work for Winning WP and OS Training and uh, just a wide variety of sites. And it's just scattered all over the place. And it occurred to me one day that almost every single one of those places is a WordPress site. And all my stuff is just sitting there in RSS. Nice. And I thought, well, just with a little bit of scripting and a plugin, I could pull all of that stuff into one site and have one place to find everything about about everything I've ever published. Um, so I made Topher.how, and I was just thinking one day, you can do the same thing with podcasts. Yep. And if if I wanted to find every podcast episode that talked about Gutenberg in the first six months that it was invented. How would I do that? It would be horrible. But if they were all on one site, you could just limit by date and search by keyword. And there you go. And one of the things that appealed a lot is that it's very low effort. Um, I, I used uh, WP all import and I set up a schedule and it goes and gets the episodes every day. And I don't do anything. I don't. I don't moderate it. I. I don't look at that site for weeks at a time. And when I come back, there's a whole bunch of new content. Yeah, it's magic, magically new. It's great. It is. And then expanding that out to the HeroPress network, that content is keeping the HeroPress network site fresh, also. And the same with Find It WP. That's getting new content all the time. And so the HeroPress network site is another site that's just magically updating with new, fresh content every day. Um, and and that was that was kind of one of our, our requirements. At, like, when we started this, I, I have a full-time job. Kate was doing her own thing. We didn't have time to, to manually babysit sites. And so one of the requirements is that they be largely self-maintaining. Um, and it, it just, WP Podcast ticked all the boxes. 
Yeah. I just, I'm obviously I slightly biased because I'm really into p- podcasting, but it does seem like a really good um, place to aim. You know, the, the target there is is pretty surefire. I don't, for, for reasons I don't quite understand, people do enjoy listening to podcasts more and more and more each year, and it's a growing medium. So this just seems great. What surprised yeah. me is how many there are. Well, and yeah, that's the me same, too. Yeah, same for us is one of the things we realized is that, you know, in giving visibility to the community, there was this huge chunk that wasn't getting it. You know, like nobody knew they were out there. And it was so simple, again, because Topher did it, but also <laughs> it was so simple to just build a place where you could just go register it. You know, you can just so easily get the a little bit of marketing for what you're doing. Just let people hear you. Yeah. I have been surprised to learn that just just by looking at the podcasts that come out every day, the Spanish language WordPress community is yeah. by far the most active. Isn't that astonishing? And, and I didn't know there were any. Yeah, <laughs> and now I saw the, the the latest sort of video one. I can't remember what it's called, but you know the one where it look, basically looks like it's shot in a TV studio. Yes. That's amazing. I mean, yep. they're really an active bunch. I mean, if you go onto the the website WP Podcast, but basically imagine almost like a Google, but for podcasts specifically about WordPress, you can go and um, filter um, by different topics and you can go and filter by different podcasts or you there's a search option. So as Topher said, you know, if you just want to discover what's been going on in Gutenberg in the last six months, there this, well, in audio form, at least anyway, this is possible. Yeah. Um, you can also, they're still taking some submissions. So if you want to get your own podcast on there, there's an add a podcast button and you can uh, you can stick yourself in there. Being the consummate unprofessional, I don't know quite what's going on with my feed, but um, I, I think mine from time to time just sort of drops away, doesn't it? And you, you connect to me on Slack and say, what's going on? And I invariably say, I've no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's all better now. Yeah, that's WP Podcast. But, and uh, then the the one which feels like it's got the biggest scope at least anyway is uh find it wp so what what mm-hmm. what's this one uh, again the url find it wp.com no no hyphens or anything like that in, in a way it's exactly like wp podcasts but it's for anything in wordpress um it's just a way it's a way to be able to search like plugins regardless of whether they're free or premium um, it's a way to more easily find what you're looking for in a more condensed um, and controlled environment. And by controlled, I mean it's like we, we vet it to make sure that the, the primary link is actually going to the product and you mm-hmm. know that it's actually a WordPress product. But aside from some fairly minor don't be an idiot requirements, um, it's open to just anybody to be able to tag their resources as they feel fits them. Um, and people have done a really good job of that. And very few times have I had to go through and curate a whole lot of that. But it's it's a way for you to list your product. So you could go there and list you know any of your projects on, um, on Find It WP, put in your categories, and then somebody looking for a new podcast or looking for, you know, a specific way to um, to do something can go search it more granularly than just hoping that Google returns the right results. So it, yeah, it, something sorry, something sorry, I want to point out that's kind of important is that um, it's not just submitting your own properties. If you're just a WordPress user and you think, 
this tool I'm using is amazing. You should submit it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And there's, there is uh, methods in place for, for the owner of that tool to come in later and say, Hey, that's my tool. I want to maintain that. Um, uh, okay. But got it. This is, this is intended to be populated by every single person in the WordPress community. And it kind of covers all the bases as well. So it's, it, it plugins sh tick, um, themes tick, hosting tick, you know, all the usual stuff that you might like to find. But currently, you're you're going to a different repository for each of those, well, plugins and themes, certainly. Um, but then it strays into all sorts of different areas, you know, tools, newsletters, um, copywriting, uh, fundraising tools. Uh, you can filter yep. down by different languages that things may be in. So it's, it's really a, a kind of, well, it's like your one-stop shop for anything WordPress, hopefully, in the future. Yeah, and exactly. that's that's the goal. And we know it's going to grow a little more slowly than WP Podcast. WP Podcast was easier because we could just pull everything in with RSS feed. Yeah. With this one, we need people to actually go in and put things in because, again, Topher and I don't have the time to put in everything that's going on in WordPress. But not only that, we shouldn't be the ones doing it. it not that we're opposed, but the owner of a product particularly or, you know, of a the owner is going to have a better understanding of what they want to present it as, how they want to market it. Yeah, and this yeah. is really a marketing opportunity, a free, completely free marketing opportunity for everybody in WordPress. The it, it I'm I'm going to put my finger in the sand and guess that you're using Facet WP for the search on the on the side there. Yes. Yeah. Both Facet both and Search WP because um, they work in. They work hand in hand. That's interesting. I didn't. I love that plugin. I use it um, on in all sorts of different ways. It's absolutely brilliant. But so the the intention really is to is to keep the WP Hero, sorry, the, the Hero Press Network going. Obviously, you've got your donations available on the Hero Press Network site, and now we've got podcasts and we've got the Find It WP. Do you have any sort of blue sky thinking? Have you got any thoughts for the next thing that you, you <laughs> would hope to roll out? Or are you resting your laurels where you've got them? As a matter of fact. <laughs> oh, no. No, there is no rest for the wicked. <laughs> there are no laurels. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll go ahead, Topher. Kate, do you want to tell them? Oh, okay, I'll tell them. Um, we have four or five sites down, coming down the road. One of them is quite soon. Um, a couple of weeks ago, we were talking with uh, Michelle Frechette, and she said, wouldn't it be great if there was a site that people could submit their press releases <laughs> or anything? Got you going. And so, like in that conversation, Kate and I was all, "Damn it, Michelle!" Started, uh, yeah, shush, Michelle. <laughs> she started. She started typing, and she looked at me and goes, "PressItWP.com is available." <laughs> I'm like, "Get it!" So, uh, PressItWP.com is is so close to ready that I think you could go try it out. Uh, there might be a couple bugs yet, but the idea is that uh, well, the idea came to me because um, when Justin Tadlock took over the tavern, yep, he did a post about how WordPress companies don't do press releases, and it was driving him mad because as a as a news guy, he wants press releases. Yeah, he's got to go find that stuff. That's right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I thought, wow. Well, if I ever do something, I'll do a press release. So here we are doing Hero Press. And we made press releases, and we sent them to him, and he thought it was great. And so then Michelle came up with this idea, and I thought, wow, that's, you know, I'm kind of doing that right now. We're, we're making press releases. I've got my head wrapped around it. And uh, it's actually not, not that dissimilar from 
find at WP. It's, you know, people submitting things and being able to edit them in the future. Um, so. But we also uh, decided to um, beef it up a little bit and maybe take care of some of the problem with the sales issues in the um, in the dashboard that everybody hates. Okay. And so yeah. we added a sales section to press at WP where people, you can come and see what the latest, you know, press releases are. Anybody can come see what their latest press releases are, but you can also have a place to post all of the sales. And um, next year it'll be ready for Black Friday sales as well. And so it's just kind of a, I keep thinking of all of the sites as like bulletin boards where you can just go and post something and other people can find it and do with it what they will. Um, so uh, it hopefully will help it'll help fill, fill a need in the community and take out some of the frustration because people need to see what the sales are. Sales are important. Yeah. Um, companies need them, but, but yeah. users need them too. They just need to be in the right place. Yeah. So and one uh, of the things that excites me about it is that every year there's a big Black Friday site somewhere. Somebody's running one that lists all the Black Friday sales, but there are sales year round and there aren't sites for any of those. Yes. There's no place you can go and say, um, I would like to buy a, a a search plugin. Is there a sale on any of them right now? Let's go to one site and see. Interesting. Yeah, that's a novel idea. I like that a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have um I have something in my browser which sort of helps me if I go uh, searching around the internet for random products, you know, bikes or whatever it might be, mm -hmm. yep. and it kind of just pops up and says, well, there's a sale on right now, and I make use of those kind of things all the time. So if I knew there was a WordPress um, tool that I could visit and it would reliably inform me that actually if you're looking for something in this ballpark, you know, for this kind of task and it's on offer right now, that's great. I would visit that habitually just to see what's going on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah nice. Okay, so I've, you've opened up a little bit about that as well. A anything else? <laughs> so we, we have a community project idea that would be similar to WP, kind of a, uh, they're, they're, all, <laughs> they're all similar to WP Podcasts because um, it's all about that, you know, bringing all that information into one searchable spot. Um, but we'd like to do something that can help the community make all of the different community projects available and easy to find. So whether it's a meetup, whether it's um, upcoming WordCamps, um, whether it's, you know, Facebook groups, um, it would be another location that's searchable. Um, but also like with meetups, there's a lot of things you can't do with meetup.com as far as connecting with your community, say after the event. And we'd like to put some um, membership functionality into place that would allow meetups to be able to continue to carry conversations on, maybe not in Slack or along with Slack, you know, to just give them some additional um, additional ways to continue to build. So I'm, I'm immediately going to go out and try and buy the domain eventswp.com, I think. That seems to be the... Uh, <laughs> that, would, that would be the wrong the, one. No, <laughs> be, it will be WP Hangouts. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, we, we weren't sure. It's because there's so many possibilities as to what it could be, because it will be events and it will be meetups. Yeah. Be, yeah. Events know, feels like something where there's boots on the ground and there's, you know, actual... I don't know, presentations and things like that, where it could be something much, much more low key, I guess. But but it's a good one that I just never thought of. <laughs> when yeah. I was 
when I was searching for domains. <laughs> uh, I've just searched just now. It's gone. It's inevitably, oh, yeah, it's yeah. gone. Uh, but that, that really does sound exciting, though. So there's more going on. Is the intent, now, again, you may not wish to discuss this, is the intention for you to be able to to make this everything that you do? So your your entire lives are wrapped up in this and Hero Press is all that you ever get to think about. Um, kind of, mm. yes. In a way, it, Hero a Press dream. is all yeah. we all we think about anyway, <laughs> in a lot of ways. <laughs> but it's also a part of our family. Like the girls think about it and we brainstorm about it. And it's just kind of become a core part of who we are. Um, but it's also something that we're building so that we don't have to give up our job or jobs. And we could be working on something else and still have this running either through um, through paid help or on its own, depending on where funding is, and still benefiting the community while we're also doing other things. So yeah. it's it's a lot about seeing how the community supports it. Um, the, the reality is that while we really like the things that we've built, we don't really need them in our life. Um, they're, they're useful to us, but they don't really reflect what we do necessarily. And so if the community isn't interested in participating in them, then we'll see what the future is for them. But yeah. as long as the community is participating and engaged, um, it's worth our time to continue working on them. Yeah, yeah, that's great. So I think we've written, almost touched an hour, and I said to you at the beginning, half an hour, 45 minutes, something like that. It's inevitable, isn't it? You always get stray off in different directions. and But we probably should wrap it up fairly soon. My final question is just a pretty generic one, and it's if people wish to donate, I've already mentioned the the URL for that, and I'll be sure to put it in the show notes to to help you guys out. But if there's a particular place where you would like to be found or a Twitter handle or an email address or a particular URL you want me to write down and add into the show notes, uh, let's let's go one at a time. Should we start with Topher and then go Kate after? Yeah, uh, I have I have two. I, if you're going to follow everything we're doing, HeroPressNetwork.com is the place. Um, if you're only interested in one of the niches that we're doing, you from there you can get to that niche and then follow just that. Um, but then the, the hero at hero press Twitter handle is where a lot of stuff gets announced. Okay. So at hero press on the Twitter. Thank you so much. And Kate, maybe it's the same, maybe it's different. I would say, um, if you really want to support what we're doing, head to find it wp.com and submit things. Um, I'm yeah, just itching to approve them. Um, help us give help us get the information in there because some of the stuff we don't even know to look for it yeah. and we really want to include as many people as possible yeah yeah well uh, one, on. one more thing i want to throw out there mm. this is kind of new um every podcast that is published on wp podcasts gets a tweet on wp underscore podcasts and so if you want to stay abreast of what episodes are coming out every day you don't have to go look at the website. You can just follow that one Twitter handle. And it's also in the RSS, of course. So if you wanted to follow it on RSS, you could do that. But if you just want to follow WP underscore podcasts, you'll find out what's coming out every day. And there's not a ton. It's not like you're going to get spammed just three or four every day. I'm going to now deliberately release 18 episodes over <laughs> each day for the next week. <laughs> you monster. No, no, I'm not. There's, um, a, yeah. there's, a, guy in, there's a guy in uh, Spain, I think, who is posting every single day he does an episode every day wow yeah 
Good grief. That's incredible. Wow. Okay, now I feel now I feel like I'm not not measuring up. I'm, I'm gonna quickly gonna quickly go off and make seven episodes for the following week. No, it's been an absolute pleasure to chat to you guys. As we said, go and help um Hero Press out. Go to the donation page and if you feel like contributing, I'm sure they'd be really, really grateful for that. So um I'll wrap it up and say thank you for being on the podcast, Kate and Topher DeRosia. Much obliged. Thanks, Nathan. It's just been a delight to talk to you. Well, thank you. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that. An absolute pleasure chatting to Kate and Topher today all about Hero Press. I hope that you got something out of that. And also, I hope that you would like to get in touch, perhaps see if there's any content that you yourself could put on that website or possibly help them out with some kind of sponsorship. Speaking of sponsorship, the WP Builds podcast was brought to you today by Cloudways. Cloudways provides the ultimate managed WordPress and WooCommerce hosting solutions. Easy setup allows you to get started in minutes. Focus on your business and say goodbye to hassles. Get started with their free three-day trial to enjoy unmatched performance, superb uptime and 24-7 active support. You can find out more at cloudways.com. And we do really thank Cloudways this week for helping us to put on the WP Builds podcast. Next week, it'll be a chat between David Wormsley and myself. We're going through our WordPress business bootcamp and we're on series two. So join us for that. That'll be on Thursday. So that's the podcast every single Thursday comes out at 1 p.m. UK time. And also our This Week in WordPress show, a live show that we do over at wpbuilds.com forward slash live. Join us for that. I'll be joined by some notable WordPress guests and then we put it out on a Tuesday as well. So I hope that you have a good week. Stay safe. Bye-bye for now.